Welcome to the Goth Academy podcast. Hi, everybody. Hi, Noga Ariel Galor. Hi, Gil. Hey, how are you doing? I'm okay. Oof. I have a little bit of a cold. Yes, I can see and people will be able to hear. Probably. Probably. So thank you for coming back on the podcast on this happy occasion. Yes. This is a happy podcast about something good that happened in the world. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu was indicted Yay. for three counts of corruption, including the mother load, bribery, bribery. He will stand trial. And this has happened just as we are between the second and third round of elections this year. It's not yet certain. He has lost both times, but nobody else won. So we don't have a coalition government. We will probably be heading to, uh, to the polls in March or February. As of now, we are at an impasse because of this person who has been indicted and is unwilling to leave. To leave us alone. It seems like uh, the process is about purging him, right? It's like uh, something about the country is trying to get rid of him. Oh. And, so, badly. Uh, so badly and so many people want it so badly but it's just not happening as fast as we would have liked Ugh. and he he just uh, doesn't want to go anywhere no no he's really I mean he's clinging with his uh, fingernails trying to do everything that he can to stay in the government I really hope that this will be it but we can't know for sure but this is an a really big change in the political scene, a historical change. He's been in power for 10 years. For most of these 10 years, it's been really hard to imagine him losing. Mm-hmm. He's been in power for 10 consecutive years, but basically he's been in power for 20 years. Right. Because the stakes are, for him, as the highest they can be. He might die in prison if he gets uh, convicted. Bribery. In all the counts, he could go to, I don't know, 15, 20 years. I don't know. It's like a very, very serious offenses. Yeah. So he doesn't want to just go as a lamb to the slaughter. Right. He wants to fight with every weapon that he has, whether it is actually a weapon or whether he turned it into a weapon. Yeah, I mean, and he's doing everything that he can. I mean, uh, it reminds me of the sentence that... Uh, I think it was various who said about Littlefinger that uh, okay. he will see this country burn to ashes if he could be... Yeah. He, he would see this country burn if he could be king of the ashes. Boom. This is Bibi. This is Bibi. Like, and this is what he's doing right now. He's just trying to burn everything. How? How? What is he doing? Tell the people. Spread the word. Well, one of his uh, biggest ta- tactics is uh, gaslighting. Okay. He, I mean, Bibi is known for someone who is uh, dividing the country. And he, he's been doing it for years, and the country is very split and divided, and uh, all the yeah. different groups in society hate each other. And, and we have a lot of different groups. And we have a lot of different groups. Uh, uh, should we name the groups? or uh, I mean, basic, like the, the, the largest groups that we can uh, name are, of course, uh, Jews versus uh, Palestinian citizens of Israel. Yes. Yeah, he's uh, working on that. Wow. I <laughs> he's mean, been working on that like, uh, like it's the cure for cancer or something. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it also later because okay. it's really serious. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but also what he's also doing is, I mean, uh, turning the secular people against the religious people. 
and uh, uh, also uh, ultra-orthodox. Ultra-orthodox. Also, also ultra-orthodox uh, <coughs> ultra against Zionist uh, Jews, like the, uh, the alt-right in Israel. And, uh, I was say, within the secular uh, community, if I don't think we can call it community, uh, there's also between people who are die-hard BB fans, if you live in the States, if you live in Turkey, if you live in Russia, if you live in Ukraine, not in Ukraine, sorry, if you live in uh, Hungary or Poland or Brazil, you know what we're talking about. This is the exact, exactly the same thing. So like you're saying, it's also dividing the right wing, but it also right versus left. I mean, he's one of the people that demonized the leftists in Israel, I think. I mean, no. We know it's a fact. It's a fact. Like uh, I mean, what what is now happening in the U.S. has been happening here for years. For years. Also, he's turning everybody against the judiciary system, against specifically the people who indicted him, against the media, mm -hmm, the against, media, yeah, against every, against the police, mm -hmm. claiming that there is a vast conspiracy to unseat to unseat him. But what I find most interesting is. What I think, basically, what makes Bibi uh, a historical political leader here in Israel is that he is the best storyteller out there. The guy can tell a story. Yeah. He, whatever he says just resonates with so many people, and you, and you meet people who are just uh, reciting his talking points, even if they say that they don't even follow the news, don't read newspapers, somehow... Just the stories that he tells, they're so simple. Uh, first of all, the basic story, we are good, they are bad. Yeah. If you are with us, you are good. If you are with them, you are bad. If you say anything against me, you say it's against the state, then hence you are bad. This is like a general story. But also all the stories, you, you'll talk about the gaslighting in a moment, how he explains all his uh, misdeeds in ridiculous ways that uh, have many people convinced. And But in this case... He explained all, all the things that have gone wrong in the investigation, so for whatever, according to him. But he never gave a reason why did all these right-wingers that you appointed conspire with all these people from the police, from the media? Why? What's the reason? What's the reason? It's a shitty, shitty, shitty story. And I think that this time it won't stick. I hope so, because like you said, I mean, he's been... Uh... I mean, the, to the stories that he tells, this is part of the, his method of gaslighting because basically what he's doing is uh, um, somehow uh, disrupts people's perception of reality and, uh, and he's doing it by also inciting uh, paranoia as he usually does yeah. and, uh, and paranoia against, like you said, everything that is supposed to protect the citizens also. Yeah, it's very and dangerous. It's very dangerous and he's also doing what he's also do, has been doing for years or has been trying to do, which is uh, to present himself as the only one that can protect yes. the people in Israel. Yes. I mean, this the is Jewish what he's people. been, the Jewish people. I mean, this is what he's been doing uh, with all his uh, paranoid, uh, scary stories about uh, Iran. Uh, Iran. Uh, and uh, also, uh, of course, about uh, the Palestinians. Basically, yeah. everyone. I mean, uh, basically... Yeah. Everyone. I mean, what Bibi, one of the things that uh, Bibi did best was just to really erase the differences between groups, you know, between our enemies. I mean, he amalgamates everyone into one big enemy. Yeah. 
and uh, also now he's doing it to the Palestinian citizens of Israel, which are people that live, I mean, you know, door to door with the Jews. Yeah, and not so much door to door, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, some places, but yeah, most. But you're right. I mean, most places are very segregated, but. Um, but yeah. But yeah, so he's been. I mean, in the past, people could know the differences between uh, the different. Uh, Organizations, uh, I mean, like terror organizations, also. Yeah, Hamas yeah. and Fatah. Yeah, exactly. Now it's the same. Nobody it's cares. It's the same. Nobody cares. I mean, and the politicians here, the Ahmed Tibi, Israeli politician, it's the same yeah. thing. I- Ayman Uda is like the head of Hamas. Yeah, exactly. Just because, uh, yeah, I mean... And now not only that, sorry, now the people that is now starting to demonize and also it's, uh, it doesn't stick so much, He's calling other right-wingers that um, some of them are uh, more extreme than him but are politically aligned uh, against him because of political reasons. He calls them left-wingers and they support an Arab, uh, a coalition with, uh, with, uh, with the Arab uh, politicians. Blah, blah, blah. So now it's a specific, a specific uh, law- lawyer, a specific journalist, uh, or two right-wingers, and all the Arabs. It's, it's getting a little bit crazy. It's like Glenn yeah. Beckish uh, The crazy. Mad King sh- uh, crazy. Wow, like, yeah. it's really like... Uh, and, uh, I mean, but what you're saying, I mean, that's really it, what he's doing. It's like he's marking people for his supporters. He's like marking them as enemies. And it's just, you know, it's just crazy. I and mean, some of them are now have uh, official uh, protection by the state because they're afraid that, they're, uh, that somebody will exactly. try to hurt them. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, people are feeling very, very threatened because everything he's been saying. And uh, What did he say? Tell the people. What did he say? After the speech, after he was uh, indicted, went to speak? Yeah. Uh, there was some kind of like a support rally for him. No, 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 before that, he was as an egg. So what did he say? He, right after uh, the attorney general announced that he will be indicted, he went uh, on camera and he said that this is uh, a coup mm-hmm. by the judiciary system to append uh, a duly elected leader who is actually not, uh, has not been duly elected, but whatever. Yeah. And he said, and he named names, specific people, said they are trying to, this is a putsch, this is a coup, this is a revolution, whatever. And uh, that was crazy. Yeah. But, again, I'm going back to the story that doesn't stick. We were 20 people watching it, a historical moment. Mm-hmm. Two or three minutes in, everybody was bored. People started to go to this place and that place. That, it, it wasn't a good story. It wasn't mm-hmm. a good story. Mm-hmm. So me personally, maybe because I'm insulated also, I'm not uh, named <laughs> in the blacklist, I feel that this, these are the last uh, throws of his uh, regime. I really hope that you're right. But, I mean, I've been feeling that way since the first elections of this, like in this round. That he's done? That he's done. And everybody keeps, uh, you know... Uh, eulogizing him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but basically, yeah. You I mean, were saying that he's like a, like he's like a, like a foreign entity body exactly. in your body. A okay. possession. The country okay. is possessed by yeah. baby. And it's, it's hard. It's hard to get to, to to shake it off. Like, did we expect that he would just one day lose and just leave? No, that's not the kind of guy. Like it's we saw it coming. Guy, so, yeah. this is funny. 
a lot of people like from the center or whatever rational saying right are saying oh no 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 okay so now Bibi went too far because now he's announcing war against the state and some uh, uh, right-wingers uh, deemed it too far and he had a rally that wasn't such a success and even though they tried to spin it that was kind of pathetic and so I want to say to these people the fact that only now you see the end result of, of, of all that we've been talking about for fucking 10 years, maybe that should get you thinking that maybe you were wrong. Maybe we were right because we said that this kind of shit would happen with this guy. Uh, so it's very easy, it's very hard to, to get rid of, uh, of a person who dismantled so many pockets yeah. of power and just took all the power to himself. Mm-hmm. We were talking, I don't remember if it's on, the, uh, like we recorded it or talked about it in the cafe, but uh, l'état c'est moi. Yeah, yeah. We haven't recorded it yet. Okay, so. Yeah, so this is, yeah, I mean, this is one of the problems of getting rid of him. Uh, the fact that he has convinced everybody and he's convinced himself, I'm sure it's yeah. part of the madness thing. Yeah, and his son is even doubly crazy. Okay. Yeah, and, and uh, basically what he's saying is that, uh, I mean, since choosing me or electing me is the best thing for the country, uh, it's like in a way he has been, uh, uh, I mean, diffused with the country. Now we can't even uh, tell yeah. the difference. Yeah. and. For people, that makes it really difficult to say goodbye to him because yeah. he's like, you know, he's like patriotism, yeah. he's uh, Zionism, he's all the the yeah. values that they believe in. Yeah, and I'm, he's so smart and so capable yeah. and uh, he knows wow. what to do. Some people say, I've read it, normal people, that he's the greatest Jewish leader since King Solomon. Oh my God. What the fuck are you talking about? Wow. What are you on? What are you smoking? Did he, I mean, is it one of the things that he told people to say? Because he always has those kind of uh, memos or whatever. Yeah, yeah, talking points. Maybe, talking I don't know. Points, yeah. like, I was like, why? I, Wow, this is... I mean, he has not led us anywhere. I mean, the one, one of the things, I mean, only he's only, I mean... Uh, he prevented he all the pre- horrible things that you don't know that could have happened. Or all the good things that we, know, we don't know could have happened. I mean, it's just oh, that... Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that uh, we can imagine. That we can imagine. I mean, I mean, one of the things that I hate about Bibi the most, that I think that it, it's really his biggest crime, you know, I hate most about Bibi. I mean, it's not that I hate... So many things. So many things, exactly. It's, it's so difficult to, to choose. But, uh, yeah, no, but the, the one of the things that I blame him most for, like the... the, the from all the bad things that have been happening in this country, is uh, that he really put a, a, a halt to the negotiation process. And uh, the, the state is like the parent, the leader is like the parent. And Bibi is like a psychotic parent, basically. <laughs> because he's completely paranoid, he's completely, his whole perception of reality is distorted. And what he's doing really, he's been saying to his kids, which is us, you know, he's. He's saying something like uh, the mother in uh, Tangled uh, says, the world is a very dangerous place. If you want to survive, you need to stick with me. And uh, anyone who goes against this kind of order is an enemy because they're putting you and all of us at risk. I mean, uh, the leftists are like the, you know, they're bringing the plague. They're doing, uh, they're just, you know, they're bringing the enemy into our... uh, In this kind of position, then we all have to, first of all, decide. I mean, it's really scary to uh, 
to go against this in a way also because you're always afraid that the parent is right and yeah. that the world is a, a dangerous yeah. place. And then you're in this kind of bind. I mean, if I want to keep my parents' love, then I have to forego my own humanity, my own uh, sense of reality, you know, the things that I see that seem to me very clear, but uh, yeah. the parent is telling me they're exactly the opposite. And if I go with what I feel in my own humanity and values and whatever... Eyes then and brain eyes and brain, then, but I, I, I am at risk that the parent is maybe right and then I'll be alone. So it's like this kind of like double bind that is really difficult to pursue. I would say that it's more than a double bind. I would say that if you go with your own perception of reality and values, by doing that, you are also actively saying that your parent is a liar right. and a criminal right. and he's been lying and you don't know anything what is real, what right. is true. Exactly. Maybe he's been lying all along. Uh, the previous parent, Prime Minister, was also in prison. So now yeah, this one was wow, also in prison fuck. and the president was in prison. <laughs> in our, yeah, the president, oh my God. rape. So this is, a, okay, so it's horrible. But we do have to say that not in many countries that the, the, uh, these kinds of uh, crimes uh, occur in many, many, many countries, in many other governments. Right. Not all of the countries send their prime ministers and presidents to jail. So kudos uh, yeah. about that. That's true. We could have done a better job and sent more people to jail. And Bibi has gotten a discount in this investigation. He should have been invited, uh, indicted for four counts of bribery uh, at least. And I'm sure if they dig some more, they will find out some more stuff. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, one of the biggest problems with this all uh, indictment thing is that uh, basically, I mean, he's, he's basically saying, okay, yeah, we did those things, you know, because uh, it's not like I exchanged money like the former uh, prime minister and stuff that no he... Exchange, like got, got, got like cash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there the were no envelopes. Yeah, know? no envelopes. Or suitcases. <laughs> okay, but what did he do? Let's, uh, let's explain yeah, because exactly. nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. Yeah. Oh, nobody knows. Yeah, nobody, nobody knows. knows. So there's like uh, case 1000. He got gifts worth almost like $250,000 from uh, rich individuals that there was a system he would ask for specific uh, kinds of champagnes and uh, champagne bottles and cigars and other stuff and uh, and uh, like there was a whole apparatus to give them what they wanted and these uh, these rich people also got uh, some favors in return and even if they don't even if they didn't you can't be bankrolled by rich individuals. Yeah, they might have collected in the future. We don't know. You know? Yeah, we don't know. No, but some of them, uh, there was, uh, there were, as, as far as we knew, there was uh, some uh, yeah. back and forth quid pro quo going on. So we didn't, do, was indicted, indicted for bribery about that, yeah, only but, for like fraud. Yeah, but what they're saying, like the family is saying, you know, the interrogations and stuff, they're saying, oh, they were friends of ours, you know, can't you get, re can't you receive yeah. gifts from friends? And if yeah, they don't they know it... The story all the time also. yeah but it's like I mean I, I can uh, in a way believe I mean I don't know if it's true but I can in a way believe that they really on some level think that way no they don't think that they're friends they think that they're entitled to get presents because get they the, despise yeah. also yeah, the yeah. rich people who, who pay them and they mistreat them but 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 yeah but like they're entitled they're I think right. that's the problem I mean they don't see 
the the corrupted side of it. They no. don't, and, and this is one of the problems. I mean, that in that sense, Bibi is also leading a very distorted uh, uh, value system because he's not saying, uh, I didn't do those things because a person who would do those things is a horrible person and is corrupt. And yeah. do- He's saying, I did those things, but there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. And I mean, this is also part of the confusion and why it's so easy for people to support him because they buy into that story. Yeah. And other people are trying to say, look, I mean, you're, you know, yeah, there's no, it's weird, that, like, like, like there's no real fight about, like, argument about the facts. Exactly. Just like, why did he do it? What was his intent? And, and even if he did, uh, like accepting, it, okay, so everybody says he accepted the gifts. He kind of changed the story a little bit, but now accepted the gifts. Just, is it bribery or not? And then there was case 2000, where he negotiated on tape with a publisher of the second biggest newspaper that... The, the publisher will get will, will give him favorable coverage, and in return, uh, BB will hurt the competitor of the newspaper and like get him to have less circulation. So, in, in order for for the publisher that he was negotiating with to to make more money, yeah. So that was a clear quid pro quo. I give you you get more money through my uh, government actions, and you provide me with positive coverage that helps me politically. Yes, and we should tell the people also that. Uh, the newspaper that he was supporting in that uh, yeah. conversation is like a newspaper that is considered like the, I mean, just pamphlet. like the pamphlet, like the, yeah. the liquid it's free. party. It's free. It's free. I mean, as opposed, of course, to the other newspapers, yeah. which are not supposed to be free. I mean, yeah, I mean and, uh, and this and is the largest newspaper that's losing money hand over fist because it's, ban- it's bankrolled by Sheldon Ellison, yeah. the sugar daddy, I mean, it's who just, also says that Bibi and his wife are crazy. Sorry, God. Yeah, everyone, I mean, they're crazy. But like, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, uh, um, I mean, definitely in interpersonal relationships, they're terrible. I mean, we know that. And, uh, but, but that's one of the biggest, uh, another big corruption of his, which is not considered, I mean, the whole thing with the Israel Today, that newspaper, yeah. it's not considered part of the corruption thing, but it is. Right, like it should be. It should be, yeah, because that's like his way of like this centralism, like everything in his power. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that because uh, he's the state, you know, he's the country. And, and, and about what you said uh, earlier, in this case 2000, the whole negotiations are on tape. He recorded them. So he doesn't say, I didn't say it. He just says, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to go through. And even when there are proof that he did ask uh, other ministers and uh, people who work for him to, to do things for, for that uh, publisher, he still says, no, I didn't mean it. So uh, it's hard to argue about it. Yeah. And then there's case 3000 that, that he ha- he's never been uh, even uh, investigated for whatever the submarines. Case 4000, the bribery. He made, enacted policy that cost the Israeli taxpayers millions of shekels in order to benefit the owner of the company through government regulations and changing of policies. Again, you have emails, you have testimonies of uh, two state, uh, state witnesses, you have uh, texts, you have recordings, you have all kinds of stuff. He says it, all, all the things that I did were approved by the regulators. And... And I can, and he's, and, and and he provided me with positive coverage, because he liked me. Of course, because he's so likable. I mean, would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's say. Okay, so you wanted to talk about Bibi's deterioration into madness. Yeah. 
wow, I mean, he's just, because he's getting more and more paranoid and because he's losing touch with the, like the legal reality and like, I mean, even like the reality of his own responsibility yeah. as a leader, you know, is just, it, it, yeah, I mean, just, I mean, people are telling him, even people that are, used to be close to him, uh, the people who are close to him are very much afraid of him, but yeah. uh, people who used to be close to him, they're telling him, look, I mean, he, I mean, you're going overboard. I mean, this is just not, yeah. but... Uh, it's going to be a trial. How are you going to be prime minister? Like, this is just yeah. like, it doesn't make sense in any sort of way, no matter what you believe. Yeah. And of course, the hypocrisy, because uh, with our last yeah. prime minister, yeah, he told them, oh, uh, uh, if you're indicted, then you should uh, resign, you know. Not even indicted. He said a uh, uh, prime minister who is being investigated, investigated heavily, heavily. Oh. Wow, right. cannot be prime minister because there's a fear that, he, that his personal interest will uh, outweigh the national interest. Yeah, so now, I mean, we're facing elections. I mean, he's not the prime minister I mean, at the yeah. moment, he's I mean, the he is the active prime minister, whatever. But like, I mean, he's he, fucking stuck there. Nobody yeah, wants he's like, stuck. We, want to burn, we just want to, you know, uh, shove him out. But uh, because sorry, because legally he's staying on until he's replaced. And even though the parliament has been dispersed several times, there, there's no precedent. Yeah. So I want to go back to what he's been doing lately with the Palestinian citizens of Israel because this is one of the yeah. things that are most uh, concerning for many of us. And, and why is he doing it? He, he's basically doing it because uh, the Arab party got a pretty large uh, part of the cake. Yeah. And uh, they uh, became uh, one of the pawns in like the yeah. Game of Thrones, you know. Yeah. So for his opponent. For his opponent, yeah. So he wants to take them out of the game. He wants to take them out of the game, and he does it, uh, you know, BB way. Uh, he's just a, the, I mean, he marks them as the enemy, mm -hmm. and uh, it's not very difficult for him because, uh, you know, for him and for his uh, voters, all Arabs are the same, yeah. period. And, and uh, basically what he's doing is uh, he's just saying all the time that they're the enemy and... Uh, they're a Judas and they're just waiting for the right moment yeah. to because they want to annihilate us yes. all. And he said that uh, women and children, I mean, he, he just, I mean, that's like low, so low. So low. And, and I think that uh, after, because he kept saying it also before the second elections because he thought it would win, that would win him more, vo more votes because there was, when it was, uh, when was it like 2005 when he said that? Uh, no, no, 2015. The, uh, Fifteen, sorry, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. The Arabs are coming in droves to vote and got, yeah, uh, yeah got the people to turn out. Yeah, so people that uh, didn't, uh, that initially declared that they wouldn't uh, vote for Likud after he said that, went yeah. and uh, voted, and that's what won him the elections. And later he apologized. So now he was trying to do the same thing. Yeah, without apologies, <laughs> without yeah, the apologizing yeah. part. Because he doesn't yeah. care anymore. Now he hasn't apologized yet because so it's the, not... So people who defended him back then said, hey, he apologized. He didn't mean it, but he apologized. And now, yeah. now, now they're not saying anything. Now they're not saying anything because yeah. he's also not... Uh, yeah, now it's fine. Yeah, now we don't have okay, to yeah. pretend anymore. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dear. So, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, so I think it was the first time ever that uh, after the second elections, and I think I told you that, I even texted you that because it was so uh, moving for me. I mean, like... Uh, uh, there was this kind of like news panel 
and uh, there was a Palestinian citizen of Israel there, yeah. and he said that, uh, I mean, baby sounds like Hitler, and no one contradicted him, <laughs> which usually, you know, that's like, I mean, we say to people, you sound like Hitler in like regular conversations. <laughs> it's like right, part yeah. of that. In, the, in the morning. <laughs> in the morning, yeah. <laughs> you got to mention Whenever, Hitler three times yeah. a day. <laughs> if it's, someone yeah, says something we don't like, so yeah, immediately he's Hitler, because, yeah. uh, you know, who spoke like that. Yeah, and also the waitress uh, was very Hitlerish. Today. Very Hitlerish. Yeah, it wasn't just because of the little mustache and like the. <laughs> why is she lifting her head hand up like that? No one knows. Well, and but, would it kill her to ask if everything is okay? Yeah, exactly. I mean, instead of just screaming people in German, <laughs> I don't know. I think we're having like parallel jokes here that do, do not connect. Okay, that's okay. But uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so the, he's been doing it, and he's been doing it very persistently, and it's really scary. Because and what do you think it does to the Israeli, Jewish-Israeli psyche? Well, I, I mean, we know now because there, there have been much more hate crimes against the Palestinian uh, population in Israel. And, uh, and uh, like, what it's doing to the people, like, uh, election-wise? I mean, how that's going to affect? I don't know. I mean, it hasn't affected the second elections that much because he got less yeah. votes even from, you know, the yeah. first one. Yeah, he lost. Okay, so he this lost. is important to say. Mm -hmm. I think we have to wrap up because the battery, like my third set of batteries. <laughs> like, are, those batteries are very yeah. No, I forgot. No, I forgot to charge them. So he, if he, like his only chance is to get to another elections, and most likely he will get less votes, less seats. Most likely, from what it seems now. So this gives motivation to other people in his party to try and challenge him. And one has decided to challenge him. Yeah. So maybe there will be yeah. primaries. He was immediately marked as the enemy, just saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, he's the enemy. But things are in play now that weren't in play before. This is how we envisioned it. That they will start to have uh, somebody will stand up to him in his party. And then maybe other, of his, uh, like other parties in his alliance... Will, will start to fold. Let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Okay. So thank okay. you, Noga. You're welcome. Boom. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this uh, Israeli election special. Yes, thank you. And the wish us well. And thank you. Pray for us. Pray for us. Thoughts and prayers. And uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And thank you, patrons, for supporting the channel. And we'll see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. I hope you enjoyed it. You know what I hear most often from new patrons coming into our Patreon page is that they've been enjoying God Academy videos for a long time and that they're happy that they finally can support the channel. So you too can be happy. Happiness is just around the corner. It's on patreon.com slash Bliss. It's just one cup of coffee a month. Come on. I like coffee.